Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right, gentlemen, we are back. Feels like it was just a few moments ago or a few moments later. A few moments later. <laughs> but we're back. Another episode of Fixing Your Agile Metrics. I am professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. These are my fellow professional scrum trainers, Todd Miller and Will Seeley. We come together. Hey, Will. Hi, Will. There's Will. Hey, Will, he's below. Hi, Will. Hello. It's like Hello. the Brady Bunch. <laughs> you know, uh, the, funny, the funny thing about this is this is the only venue in which you can look down on me because I've met both of you in real life and you're both <laughs> dwarves. <laughs> so I would not categorize myself as I'm 5'11". That's not dwarf. Okay, just because I, I, I'm not like, you know, 90 feet tall Dutchman like you will. <laughs> I'm 5'11 and a half. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take yeah. that, Will. You're uh, <laughs> with uh, with my 6'6", six, six, I, uh, I do uh, wish you the best in dealing with your uh, with your accessibility <laughs> limitations. <laughs> All right. So this is fixing your agile metrics. Um, that's enough measuring from us. Let's get into the show. Um, this is all about the things we measure, the things we try to manage, the things that we care about when trying to deliver some products. And so we've uh, all joined together here uh, to try to figure out how can we measure with purpose and get some value out of the work that we do. So Will, I think you've got uh, another great idea to tee up and then for Todd and I to kind of goof around with. And uh, make jokes while you try to be serious. So fire away. <laughs> well, so like I, I do want to get away from the idea, uh, or, or or maybe the impression that we just we just um, you know continuously riff on companies and tell them that they don't measure because you know the truth is most most organizations we we go in they they definitely do some measurements like yep. once you once you get to some sort of executive level uh or or any form of of outward facing part of the organizations there's definitely measures going on um also of the outcome variety um and we'll go into specific things that we think are interesting to measure later on but um there's 
there is kind of a problem, I think, in the way a lot of companies approach these now. And for that, again, we'll, we'll, we'll start with, with just a simple practical example, and then we'll go into what that means for, um, for everyone's day-to-day -day work. Um, Todd, you, do you have a car? I do, yes. All right. So when you're driving around, how often do you check how fast you're going? Um, not very often, Will. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> if you if you were looking for a different answer, you, I, I really don't check often. Well, right. Todd's vehicle does not come with modern gauges and conveniences, so <laughs> he often he often has no clue how fast he's going. Yeah, I don't have to worry about it that much because after like sixty five, it really starts shaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rattle has occurred! I must be going sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I don't know. So if you're driving through like a residential area or the like, you check what once every 15 minutes or so, if you're still sticking to the speed limit or. Yeah. Yeah. I'm plus like, I think after you drive for a while that you just kind of, you kind of feel like, you know, how fast you're going. Yeah. All right. So I'm, I'm guessing speeding tickets aren't that big a thing over there as they are over here. Oh no, I've had plenty of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are just like, you call those coupon keepers. You shove in the glove box. Yeah. Ooh, I'll pay but that someday. <laughs> but this is this is kind of touching on on kind of the problem like when we when we drive a car and especially if we go from neighborhood to neighborhood or we go from a residential area to more of a highway area um, like there are moments where we check you know how fast how fast am I going am I not doing I have to convert this to imperial am I not doing a 60 next to a primary school uh you know, well, I typically I, ch I typically check my speed right after I go past a police officer who was very cleverly hiding somewhere. That's when I typically check the most. Yeah. Well, and this is and this is unfortunately kind of the reality. Like you have this tool in front of you that is give it that that'll give you a real time view of, you know, how fast are you going? How much RPM is your engine doing? What's the what's the fuel status like? What temperature is your engine at? Um and and even though you have the ability to look at it very often and very frequently and make sure you stick within certain guidelines, like only on certain moments do you do you actually look down. But that information that you get from looking at how fast you're going and what your what your fuel gauge is at and what your temperature is at, um, that information loses value, right? Some of it loses it very fast. Right. If I know I'm doing 60 now, but then I have to hit the brakes, then I I know one thing. I'm not doing 60 anymore, but I don't know how fast I'm going now. Whereas something like fuel, well, it decreases steadily over time. So I don't need to check that every five minutes or so. Um, and and here's kind of where where corporate metrics come in, right? Even when you walk into a corporation that has a wonderful executive dashboard that shows well how many how many subscribers do we have what's our market reach what's our conversion rates they tend to even when they do these measurements very often they don't decide on them very often they don't look at them very often you know it's really interesting well if i can just interject here um because going back to the car example i said i because I've been doing it so long, I generally have a feeling that I think I know how fast I'm going, yeah. right? And so I, I, I've been in this business. Let me parlay this into what we hear a lot of times in corporate culture is we've been in this business for a long time. We have a good feel for our customers. Yeah. Is, it, is, is feel objective? That seems really subjective. Like it's, I subjectively feel like I'm going this fast. 
that would be a difference between a residential neighborhood and a highway. But what if I'm driving your car? Yeah. I have a feeling that driving your car, which is a sports car, per se, maybe. I don't know if you have a sports car. I just I just thought your six foot six would have one. I'm As sure compared his... to my like lifted Jeep, <laughs> right? Like... I'm sure his Vespa goes very fast, Todd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, boy. So, yeah, I just, you know, as you're, (laughs) (laughs) but as you're, you know, as you were, as you were, as you were speaking and I was thinking about about it, I I, I thought about how when you asked me that, I said, well, I think I know how fast I think I think. And this is a problematic word. uh, And this is something uh, that I know the three of us key on when we're working with organizations, especially with the leaders uh, in the organization when they say, hey, I think things are going well. I think we're delivering well. I, I feel like we're getting some value out of it. Whenever those words pop up, like the, the the top question that pops in my mind is, how do you know? Yeah. Right? And we really have to root back to that. How do you know? And the answer usually is, I don't. And that should be terrifying to most people in organizations. Yeah. And here's here's kind of the danger, right? When you when you start tying it into are you releasing frequently? Are you not releasing frequently? Right? If you're not releasing frequently, this is kind of the equivalent of, well, I'm going to go drive my car. I'm going to set the I'm going to set the cruise control to 60. I'm just going to keep going. Right? And I'll I'll set it again half an hour from now. Uh, regardless of where I'm driving, am I driving through through the city? Am I driving on a highway? Am I driving on the rural road? Am I driving into a Louisiana swamp? Like I don't care. It's on 60 for the next half hour, and then and then I'll change it. Right? This is an insane way to drive a car. Right? Mm-hmm. The other option, though, if you are releasing frequently but you're not measuring, right? You're constantly steering. You're adding gas. You're 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 braking. You're turning. You're going you're going places. But you never look down. You have no idea how fast you're actually going, or what your fuel is like. Right? This is this is the equivalent of, you know, delivering continuously but not measuring continuously. Both are insane ways to drive a car. Also, and that's just uh, for, yeah. for one person and whoever else is on the road with you. And and going kind of back to our last video, isn't it an insane way to drive a car if you have no purpose of where you're where you're going? Right. So let's just drive a car and let's measure all these things. Let's take lots of turns. Let's make sure that everything in our dashboard looks really good. Where are we going? Uh, I don't know, but we're driving. And all everything looks good that we're going the speed limit. You know, like a gas tank is full. We just got our engine uh, checked out. We got a new oil change. Where, where are we going? We've well? always been driving. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good example. Yeah, and this is this this is kind of this is kind of the thing where, um, you know, your your metrics are as reliable as your as your release frequency. Right, the less often you release, the less those numbers that you once had mean. Um, but even if you even if you have them. Right, not not continuously measuring again and adjusting course based on what you see is equally silly. Right? And this is and this is the uncomfortable thing because we like to we like to make decisions and stick with them. Um, but the reality is, most people when they're driving a car, um, you make decisions continuously. Mm-hmm. Right, you're looking at everything. 
Like maybe maybe not to your speedometer very often, but you definitely are looking around you on the road, mm-hmm. right? What's that pedestrian going to do? What's that car in front of me going to do? Where's that biker going? Um, oh God, was that a was that a police officer trying to uh, <laughs> catch me on a speeding ticket? Right? We 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 do this we do this continuously in our personal lives when we drive a car, but once we once we start building product. Right? No, we're gonna go. We're gonna go over there. We're gonna keep driving. We're just gonna keep going, and we'll measure again once we're there. You know, the only thing that I was typically held accountable for was uh, percent percent spend of budget hmm. in that kind of role. Like leading a team like that, they're like, just make sure your budget's spent. Don't go over, but make sure it's all spent. So basically, empty the gas tank perfectly mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. get somewhere within the vicinity of your home. Right. It's okay if you're plus or minus half a mile, but make sure that tank's empty. And uh, we got to move away from that. Like that just won't work. I think that's why things like EBM exist, evidence-based management, which is really important. um, And a lot of really good metrics. And I think in future episodes, we'll start going into, you know, what is the speedometer for your, for your project or for your product development efforts? What's the, what's the fuel gauge? What's the RPM? I think there's some good, um, there's some good correlation. There's some good, uh, there's an analogy here that works. And so I think that is the future direction, but we're curious what everyone else is thinking out there. Have you been in that car that's running out of gas? Are you not looking at the speedometer? Leave us a comment below, right? Let us know in the comments. Uh, if this is resonating, if this makes sense, what your experiences are, leave us some questions, right? Now that we've kind of laid out over the first few episodes, some of the, the problem area, Uh, We're going to be going into some solutioning, I think, at least some ideas on what you can do better. So drop some questions. Let us know what you think. Hit that like and subscribe so you know the next time that Will, Todd, and I get together to talk about some Agile metrics. Check out the socials. Look at the videos below. Uh, And until next time, deliver frequently. uh, Watch that speed. Make sure you're not getting a ticket. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.